0: Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for joining us on the A to Z Golfing Podcast for our 10th episode. We can't express to you enough how overjoyed we are with all of your support that you've given us. On this episode, we sit down with the one and only Miss Emily Sobit. We have a lot of fun conversation with her. We had to split this up into two parts. In the first part, we find out Emily's passion how she got into the game of golf. Then, we talk about all of her travels and that Anthony and I could or could not be jealous of all the places she's been. We wrap up this episode with talking about her winter trip to Sand Valley and her breathing technique that she learned during her time there, learning the Wim Hof breathing technique. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and enjoy part one, starting now.
1: Welcome to the AZ Golfing Podcast with Andrew Cezanne. Hey, everyone. I'm Anthony Zampano. We are live in Studio C, and we are joined with our guest, who we've been trying to get on for a very long time, Miss Emily Sobut. Thanks for coming right. today. That's
2: right. for a hyphen had, in it.
1: I had a, I had a problem with the pronunciation. I kept saying Sobit. Yeah, I, I, I thought it sh- was Sobit, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, so did I. Uh,
2: you know, I, I've gotten many variations in my 35 years of life, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, that's fine. The hyphen is easy. I always tell the story that my mom got engaged. To my dad, and she went to her told to tell her brother she has one brother, and he goes, and they were together for a long time. And he goes, So your last name's gonna be so butt. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, like, like so what? And she goes, I guess. <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. The easiest way to go about
1: it. So I think I one of the one of the coolest parts is when we met, we met at Branson. That was the first time. And was it really? Yeah, so We're at this event and all of a sudden I'm getting smack talk to me from I've never even met her or Megan. And all of a sudden it's I'm hearing all these things and I'm just like, who in the hell is talking this much smack to me? (laughs) Right. And I thought it was so cool. So then finally, I think they had the lead after round one. And I I think that's when I finally made my comment. Like, you better keep up. You better keep up. But that is probably one of the coolest things about you two is I love how much you guys talk.
2: How much how much smack we talk? Oh, yeah. Just in general.
1: But like you're you're engaging. You're you're you just. Yeah you're open and everything. And I think that's the coolest part. Like, and that's like my dream foursome right there.
0: I honestly thought you guys had known each other for years. I didn't know that this was a, <laughs> a, a newly. It was looking like what a year, right? Not even a year. It's a very new relationship. Yeah. I, I thought it was a long one.
2: I mean, the, to be fair, the way that we, you know, internet met each other was through smack talking. If you, yeah, if you recall. Really? So yeah. Oh yeah. Well, let's oh, hear yeah. the
0: story. What happened?
2: Oh yeah. I think I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but there was a scramble. Somebody was hosting a scramble. And there was a comment. It was called. They, they titled it, you know, four man scramble. And you know, being a you know a woman in the game that enjoys playing competitively, I. I don't know what I was feeling that day, but I just felt like, you know, I'm going to choose this to be irritated with for today. And <laughs> this so is like, the one. right. And so, so I commented on the, on the post for the scramble of like four man scramble. Are women, whim- are, are women invited to this four man scramble? And the, the, the owner of the account made some comment about it back. But then Anthony commented and then messaged me and he was essentially like, I can't stand this guy. Yada, yada, yada. And like, I, was, I was like, yeah, he seems like an asshole. blah. blah, blah, blah. Wait, we didn't cover the the cursing part. Don't worry, this about is, it. I, I this can is. I can fix
1: anything. And this is podcast world, right? So like yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. We're okay. Yeah, we okay. just won't be on Apple this week. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, no, no, me. no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he won't get a call from Disney this yeah. week. That's so all
2: good. Like, that's all good. We don't need. I don't need Disney. But so I was like, man, this guy seems pretty cool. And then it, I took it one step further, and then saw that you were following Ashley, or Ashley had commented on it. Mm-hmm. And this was like a whole weird like sequence of events because then all of a sudden, like, I send a message to Ashley. Ashley and I was like hey I love your account and this is where I'm like now I'm feeling all like oh, women empowerment golf like yada yada I come across Ashley's account and I message her and the best end of the story is she messages me back and she was like hey you idiot this is this is Ashley Harrison I was good <laughs> friends with your sister for like 10 years and played <laughs> basketball there's like oh oh you oh that <laughs> no <one>. way yeah <laughs> that, so Ashley. Like, that Ashley so I was like so then Ashley and I played a couple rounds of golf together and then you know I, I obviously got hooked up with AM golf shirts and I learned about that. You you guys had just done your trip to sand valley right mm-hmm. around then and sand valley is one of my favorite places so we were connecting on that and then signed up for big cedar i mean obviously we all had a blast at big cedar yeah was, um, that, place was amazing. that was an awesome weekend and you know now like then we met you know meet jess and bill at big cedar yeah. and, and you know we had we met all of you guys and had such a great time and then straights happened and now it's like this crew that's like okay what's next who's going so like it's been awesome i mean it's wild the way
0: that it's all came together but it was it was it's it's been fun i just thought Justin Bill out in uh, St. Louis. Uh, they did a tournament out there, and uh, TBMG. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they, 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 she texted me in the middle of the round, and I'm like, who's who's texting me or calling me? She's like, hey, can you go to the range and see if there's a wedge on the range? I'm like, uh, yeah, let me go that way. And you know, see. it was funny. She, she
2: sent she sent me and Megan a text during the round. She's like, do either of you have the golfing dad? no, Yeah,
0: <laughs> that was great. Yeah, so she got it. Um, I'm happy she because I was able to bring the wedge out, and they were playing really. Really well, that round too. So I'm happy the wedge yeah, helped I think out they, for the rest they, of it. they were they were tight in that one, right? They were tight. Yeah. I think they came in thir- third because there was a tie for first, but they were it was tight. It was it was a good match for them. Yeah,
1: yeah. She she starts scoreboard watching before the event starts. You, that, I think, think so? That's the coolest part because when they played at Gateway National, there's this there's this Instagram group chat that we have. We're all in a part of it. Yeah, and it's pre- it's it's pretty hilarious. And I think they were like four holes in, and they were like, "We're gonna take this one." Home. And they were like, they were like two, they were like two shots up. I hadn't even gotten everybody off the first tee yet. And is there Her excitement level. I think that's kind of what, like you were talking about our group. Everybody seems to have such an excitement level for the game of golf. And, and growing up when I was playing competitively, I didn't play golf with like a lot of women. And now I see yourself. I see Megan. I see Ashley. I see Jessica. I see all these people starting to come up. Uh, another person lady played with us at Harborside at Harbor, You played yeah, with Monica, them. Yeah, Monica. Yeah. And I was talking to them on Facebook. It's awesome. Like to me, it's so cool. It's like, it's like kind of your thing, like their thing. And I, and I love that about it because I've always loved women's golf. I mean, there's very many reasons why I love women's golf, but I love your guys's passion. I mean, wh- where did it all start? Passion?
2: Yeah. You know, it's interesting because, so I, I started playing golf in the, the memory that sticks in my mind is, is okay. I was six years old. I'm a lefty in in everything that I do except play golf. And so when I was six and there was this really crappy place near where we grew up called Westgate. And it is now it's a, it's a subdivision. It's not even a golf course anymore. And they had this golf camp because my grandma, my grandma and grandpa lived right by there. And my grandpa was told my dad, like, you should get Emily. Emily should do this. My older brother, there was no, no chance in hell he was ever going to play golf. Didn't really have the coordination, but my grandpa was like, David, that was my dad. Like Emily should do this. Emily should do this. And I didn't have clubs. And so my dad, it started because my dad was like, well, Well, we got to get you some golf clubs to try this, try this out. Now for baseball, I played baseball at the time. He's like, you can't share your mitt with anybody. But for golf, he's like, you you can decide if you want to be righty or lefty. And I was like, wait, what? Because I couldn't at that point when you're a lefty as a kid. Right, like you're mm-hmm. not you're not cool because everybody's righty, right? Like you're the <laughs> yeah. you weirdo. Know, you get ink all over your hand, like you're just kind of like this like outcast. And I was like, and I couldn't pick that about myself. All of a sudden, it's just like all of a sudden, I'm in school. It's like, okay, I'm guessing I'm left-handed. So I was like, I'm. I'm and he goes, well, if you learn lefty, we we can get you clubs and you can do that. And it's, it's similar to your baseball swing. He's like, basically basically learn righty, he's like, when you get older, we can share clubs. And I was like, oh, that's the that's deal. The, yeah, my like, he's like, you can share grandpa's, you can share mine. And so that that got me really excited. So like, I thought that was special that I could pick out my own. Club clubs I could and then I could be able to share with my dad so did the camp the first time he takes me out and he, we went out walking at Westgate played like nine holes and we're in the middle of I was probably the seventh or eighth hole and I'm, I think I was about 150 yards out and he hands me like the five wood or whatever and he yep. goes swing away and there's this old couple on the green and I hit the this woman on the fly <laughs> in the rear and he looks at me and I look at him and I just start, I was like whoa like like and so it was like you know and it's the same thing like you make you hit a good shot what brings you back right so like that was like that is cemented in my mind like forever about like he was half paying attention he's like yeah okay whatever just hit it and then i just rip it hit this woman there both her, her and her husband turn around like what the heck you know and so that was really exciting um and then you know I played basketball. I played softball and I played golf and I, in, in high school, I didn't have a fall sport. So I, I played golf. Um, and for me, it was just the bridge to get to basketball season yeah. because our basketball team was really, really good. It's always fun to be on the winning team. I played golf. Cause it was like, I, I was capable. I was okay. It wasn't great. Our team, you know, where my high school was located, wasn't the best talent pool for girls golf, but so I, I was thrust in this number one position, not probably meriting it. So a lot of pressure. Um, It was fun. It was cool. I had originally crossed paths with Megan because her high school was in my conference. So I'd played against people like her and her team was amazing. They were all studs. So, but that was just my bridge to get to my bridge to get to basketball season. And then come post-basketball season, I dropped softball when I got to high school and then I played travel basketball. So I didn't really play golf. I did that in the spring and the summer. And I was just like, okay, uh, golf's there. I'll practice. I'll play in high school. And then my dad, when he passed, my dad passed away when I was in college and I never had clubs at college and, you know, he was kind of. Kind of the reason I played, he wasn't around. I didn't really, you know, once I got out of high school golf, I didn't play in tournaments. I didn't really have again like a group, right, of people, like people in general. And then after college, I started work and just met just some like people that I worked with that played and it was really just like one day one of my friends at work was like do you want to come play with my friend lauren and i and i did and megan Meg, I, I just re, like kind of met megan she, through some mutual friends and so we went out and played we played the merit club i said oh gee. at the time like i had no idea i was like they're like yeah we can get on to this place called the merit club and like it's up north and you know you guys want to come i'm like okay like yeah, i dusted cool. off my club and i got like <laughs> this tailor-made like r590 that's like you know the, it had barely has any grip on it i got peeing threes like this ancient ho <laughs> hofer I'm like all right let's go but like it was su- such a fun day mm-hmm. and then that like that that was probably the fall of 2010 and then from there like that group just started like okay like, every week we'd find somewhere to play twilight on the weekend and then it just is like kind of snowballed and like from that group it's you know other co-workers have gotten into it you know and then my when Megan started working at her at her current job and I had the opportunity to go out and you know start traveling for golf mm-hmm. then the passion is just just like grown since then. And like now that I have my own means to travel, you know, it, it kind of came back like it's it's since then it's just been like reignited because I can travel. It's just so fascinating what you can do with golf, right? The places you can go, the things that you can see. And then it's, you know, an activity within your vacation of wherever you're at. And it's just a blast. Right. And then you toss back in the competitiveness. Right. So like now oh, yeah. when you, you know, you like I was basketball is my thing. That was my competitive thing. But now it's like, OK, here's these opportunities. Any Joe Schmo can play in these things, whether it's here or I played in a couple. Mid-am qualifiers. I've played in some other stuff like, you know, that when you can be competitive, you know, it's a it's a lot of fun. It can be dangerous, but it's a, it's a lot of fun.
1: You are so modest when you talk about travel golf because keeping up with you two and where you go. I, I mean, we've talked about it we have, before. We've gone on the show. We've also mentioned it sometimes in the show. Yeah, you two are. I think I want to be you too, so <laughs> yeah. you, me and you talked about where she was going one time and then all of a sudden I see you're going everywhere, right? So. Uh, you guys have been in a lot of places, what, the last two years? The last seven, eight. I mean, seven, the last, the years. last two long, years. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, the last, I mean, the, the first big golf trip we took was to Bandon in 2014. I probably should have maybe done an inventory before I before before I before I came over <laughs> here. But, like, there's, I mean, you know, Bandon Dunes, Sand Valley, Streamsong, um, Arcadia Bluffs, Big Cedar, um, Kiowa. Gosh, like, I mean, all, all sorts of places. I haven't played in Canada yet. Maui. um, I mean, all sorts of places. We're going to go to Pebble, like, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's what's awesome about it. I mean, and everywhere we go, like you get to travel. I mean, oh, we played out in, um, we played out in Seattle, uh, played Chambers Bay, I totally okay. forgot about that. That was just two years ago, like that. Yeah,
1: nobody's
0: jealous here. <laughs> yeah, Nobody I, I, I feel like about. that gift right now with that little girl like screaming and <laughs> kicking <laughs> on the ground, like my arms foiling. Yeah, like yeah. that's how I feel right now. Yeah. Andrew, Andrew's available for photography if you need I, yeah, to.
2: Yeah, you know, if you want to well, hire him to come I, out, I he's just available. I just coattail ride, you know, like I'm very fortunate to have a friend that uh, is A, willing to deal with me to go to these places but be like, can help, you know, facilitate, facilitate some of them. And like, she oftentimes will tell me, you know, just because I'm going here doesn't mean it's your open playground. <laughs> I'm <was> like, no, <laughs> you know, like, like, I always say like, I'm not, I'm not a person, you know, I'm very fortunate that I'm able to take these trips and, no. you know, I'm, I don't have kids. I'm not married. So like I have the financial means to, you know, spend what I would spend on raising kids on, on myself and raising myself. And so like, I don't, I don't, I'm typically not, you know, I don't need a hookup. Like I just need, you know, a friend that's willing to deal with me yeah. and, you know maybe some help getting some reservations but like beyond that like let's go
0: (laughs) so out of all those places i got two parts to this question one what is your favorite course you've played there and then two what was your favorite trip like you know having the meals and the hotel and all that stuff
2: yeah i mean Bandon dunes is uh it's it's unmatched in 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 terms of of like golf experience i just got back from there about three weeks ago that was my second trip out there but my first trip out there will it is the one right like that yeah and because it was just like so awe inspiring breathtaking everything about it like we we were out there in october it was 80 and sunny every freaking day the golf experience was just fantastic but what was you know and so that was that's what sticks in my mind but what's funny is is the second one i remember more the golf right like i Mm -hmm. can talk more about the courses what i like you know and, and i thought i knew what my favorite course was from the first trip this this trip solidified that um so in terms of trip, it's going to be ban- Bandon Dunes just because of the experience. But in terms of course, my favorite course is Mammoth Dunes. Okay. Mammoth okay. Dunes is, is by by far my favorite course that I've I've ever played. Wow. Yeah. I I, I mean every time if you haven't been if shocked, been, I have
0: not been shocked. I, I haven't been to any of these courses. My favorite course. My, my favorite
2: course, abandoned, is is Pacific. Okay. Um, Pacific Dunes. I love Pacific Dunes. It is the their stretch. They have two par threes. You start the back nine on nine and ten are both par threes on the water and. And then i think and and then i think yeah nine ten and eleven are all along the water and it's just awesome so you get that's a little flare of like how the abandoned dunes courses then there's some inland holes that are more like uh, abandoned trails so you get a flavor of in my opinion i think you get a flavor of all the other courses in one it's a heck of a walk but like it's you know the when you get i can't really describe it like when you go from eight to nine on the t uh and you're and and then you go to ten and you just like every view you just turn into just like you just you're just awe inspired wow. like if you look at my, my facebook picture which has been the same one since i went there the first time my yep. profile picture is like you walk down this set of stairs from the t and like you know you're just looking
1: out and it's just it's just it's freaking unbelievable That that's rob rob if you're listening rob please band and dunes let's set it up do it I, I i can't listen to it anymore i mean i'm just like i'm dying over here i'm trying to put it into my mind what this place looks like yeah. and, and my has been there a whole bunch so well, he's up that way right well yeah he's up that way yeah. he's always telling me he's like you gotta get out here and play it you just gotta get out here and play it."
2: And to be fair like this is any consolation prize you guys but like when we were there this time we were we megan and i both said each other like god this would be so fun with the
1: am golf trips oh like we would have such a blast like you know the one of the things that i think we've talked about with it is because it's walking only Mm -hmm. is there are some inconveniences with that with certain people out there. I mean, it's it's just, you know, not everybody can walk that much for that long. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think, even if when we go on a trip, I don't think I've walked that much. I mean, like, I I Did I tell you what I did on this trip? I... You're going to tell me. Yeah. So we got
2: there Sunday. We did. So they have a short course uh, called the and Preserve. So it's 13 hole par three. Similar similar vibe with the sandbox at, right. Sa- at San Valley. Um, so we got there Sunday at uh, 5.30 p.m. Played the, uh, played the preserve. Uh, then had dinner. Woke up the next morning. Played 36. We kicked it off on Pacific Dunes. And then that afternoon we played Sheep Ranch, which is the brand new course. So we did thir- so 13 on Sunday night, 36 on Monday. Woke up Tuesday morning. What did we start with on Tuesday? Uh, we started at Old Mac. So Old Mac Tuesday morning, which was a, that we got it on a windy, windy morning. So it was, it's like just getting hit in the face. Like you're just feel like you're just getting pounded with like, pretty much feels like someone's kicking you in the teeth every like uh. time you turn. Then we played Bandon Dunes that afternoon. And then we woke up the next morning and finished with Bandon Trail. So I did 103 holes in essentially 72 hours. Uh. So it, and walked every single one of them. Now I was the only one of the group that was there that actually did it all. Everybody else took a period of time off like, um, Megan did some meetings while she was out there, so she took she didn't play Band and Dunes because that's the one she usually plays when she goes out there, uh-huh. so she took she did some meetings while she was th- while we were doing that. Then, um, one of the other guys got there late because he had his wife was traveling, so he missed the first 18, and then the other guy t- had to take a nine off because his knee was like in a collapse, so he took a nine, he took the front nine off on one day. So I was the only one that went iron totally iron woman and, and you did, did the whole marathon. That's awesome, yeah, that's, I did it all. That's really cool. And it, to be fair, like you get a good caddy and it's doable, like, yeah, I mean, that's like it's. And you are, if you have good weather and you have good people, like you're, yeah, you are beat to a pulp, but you just do it and you just love it. Yeah.
0: Well, and yeah. you're also not spraying the ball all over the place. You know, y- you can walk from driving the ball to the fairway and it's not, and so nice for the
2: of the you baller, to say that I'm not spraying the ball. I've played
0: with you. I've seen, I've seen, the, I've seen the talent you got here. <laughs>
1: are you, are you worried when you go? Oh yeah, are I you, am. You, you're totally worried? hundred oh, percent.
0: Anything to the right, my ball's going to be over there.
2: <laughs> it's surprisingly it's surprisingly playable though like there's yeah for sure like there's you know and that's why you have caddies because like the nice thing like the great thing about caddies good caddies on any courses is, is that you know they tell you where to go if they yeah. you know they see like three four shots they get to start to see your tendencies and they give you lines and like you're good you listen to them right. not they're going to execute every single time but like they're able to account for margin of error enough that they can guide you in a way that you're not going to like screw yourself over so that's it and we had an awesome caddy uh this this time around he was actually a he's only about a year out of college he played uh i think he was a deep he was a lineman i can't i don't know if it was defense or offense i think defensive lineman for university of new hampshire this dude was like six seven probably still like a like like three bills like big guy and he was a blast like he just he had a lot of fun with us we had a lot of fun with him so i like one day i asked him like so cj was his name like cj what's harder double bagging 36 two days in a row as they are doing doubles in, in preseason he goes oh I, I would double bag carry 110 oh, yeah. holes he's like he's like I'll do this I'll, he's like I don't care what the weather is he's like at least I'm not getting hit in the face every 90 seconds yeah, I'm yeah. all right fair 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 so well, that makes all the difference so right? you get a good caddy good people like you know th- you will be beat to a pulp but you, it won't bother you yeah
1: you'll survive no that's really cool I mean we've we've talked a little bit I mean every time you guys are going somewhere I mean I, there was a stretch there where Megan went to I was texting her I was texting a group chat and you were responding for her like she can't she can't reply right now she's abandoned or she's, she's at a, so, yeah, so on yeah. and so forth yeah. and I I love that about you guys I mean that's it's so cool that you guys just go out and do it I mean it's it's like living through another person right it really is I mean we we're sharing all these experiences on the trips that we go on and you guys are just you know just in, I mean in passing like hey you know what are you doing oh I'm, you know I'm, I'm I'm, not available I'm at Bandon Dunes right now or I'm doing this or like when you guys did the explain to me the winter trip to Sand Valley because mm. I am I loved it and I was watching it through what you guys are doing I mean you guys are in like a was it a lake or a bathtub of cold water yeah so so um
2: Sand Valley uh, last year was their first fall and winter season so up until last year now they've only been open since 2017 mm-hmm, right so like yeah. this isn't like a, a long a long time deal up there so far but what they but what they've done in the past is they shut the courses down in october because of the you know they they can't they can't risk staying open longer than that i believe just because in case they get an early snow okay. so they shut the golf down in october and then they would just have that was their off season right and then they reopened well last year they they did their first fall and winter season and th- that was what they you know part of what they wanted to do was have some programming on the weekend so not just say hey we're Open, come up and stay at Sand Valley and and see the winter in Wisconsin. Yeah. They want to have programming, so one of the things, and I, I forgive me because I don't know exactly how it came about, but they had this Wim Hof um, breath clinic, and it, they they decided to brand it as Wellness Weekend. And the Wim Hof breathing method is 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 known to help reduce stress, help sleep, help anxiety. Um, in term and in, in the in the theory that what cold therapy does, so the breath work gets you ready to do the cold plunge is really the theory, right? And the the, the the benefits of cold therapy for one's body is you know you can read you can google it and read about it
1: but the whole idea write that down doing it write it down andrew
2: so, uh, w-i-m-h-o-f so wim hof is actually the name of the guy so that's a t- it's two words that's his name wim hof and he uh he developed this there's a good there's a, a netflix documentary on it that uh that you can find too it's 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 unbelievable stuff so megan was they were doing the research on it and she was they were trying to promote it and essentially she was like um i gotta i gotta go up there for this weekend to help try to promote it. So, you know, I'm going to bring, you know, you're, you're coming and we're going to bring some friends. And I was like, okay. So then I started doing the research and like reading about and educating myself on what the, you know, cold therapy and what that does for you. I, you know, am a person that struggles with anxiety and all sorts of, all, you know, that, that whole gambit and, you know, have battled mental health issues my whole life. So I'm, I'm always an open book on new, th- on new mm-hmm. things. that doesn't involve medicine. Right. So it's like, okay, this is awesome. So I do, th- do that. And we go up there and you do, essentially an hour of this breath work each day so the first day we did an hour of the breath work and then they they do it in this cold tub so not not a pond so you go in you sit in there for two minutes they teach you how to take the shock of your body of the cold and sit in it and then breathe through it and and then when you get out you don't do anything right away you literally just stand there in the cold while you're wet and you let your body recover and you just kind of sit in it and then you dry off and then you relax and then so we did that and we did that two days in Row. and I'm not like I have obviously I have no you know no no benefits from from saying this but you guys I felt so good for that week after that I'd like I felt more energy I felt really just like clear-headed and awesome and so um it's got me you know incorporating cold showers into my routines I go to a cryotherapy place up near my office so I do cryotherapy and it's like it's really awesome and you start to notice the difference so sand valley so if we get back to the sand valley thing so they started you know that was why we did that yeah. Yeah. Um, And, you know, that also really cemented in terms of places, golf and non-golf, like San Valley is one of my favorite places to go to. It's, It's an awesome place. Uh, but San Valley, they're doing it again. In case anyone's interested, I, oh, think,
1: I'm, 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 I think we're we there now. To go, we're, we're there now. To yeah. go. we're gonna do a podcast up there. Yeah, we can. We'll, 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 Whoa, are there's there's Yeah, wellness I mean, week, We can do it. wellness
2: weekend wellness podcast. Wellness weekend podcast. So wellness weekend, they're gonna do. I think it's gonna start earlier. So that was the first thing that they had last year. It was the it was the first weekend after um, New Year's. So in January, that first full weekend in January, they're starting things. I believe, and and Megan can can attest to this. We'll you'll have to get her on and have her talk about it. Yep. Um, but they're gonna start stuff earlier. So in the, in the like more, I think in the November time frame so all the way through march before okay. then they, they'll do it i think they'll probably have some gap between march and then the start of golf season um but everything from they had a, a beers and brats weekend they got oh, they did cool. they have a, they'll have a chef special weekend like a, a guest chef come in for the weekend they got the wellness weekend and then um a, a whole bunch of other stuff so they have actually i will uh give it a shout out it's sandvalleypursuits.com is the is the website sand all valley right. pursuits they just launched it for the fall winter season um i think a couple weeks ago so check it out
1: yeah i i, I I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I had a lot of questions and I was like, who are these crazy people and what are they doing? Well, you knew there? we were crazy. Well, I knew you guys were crazy, yeah. but then like all of a sudden I'm like, you know, going through the story and all of a sudden we're there in like tubs of ice and I'm like, and then there's, there's photos of them like standing outside and I'm thinking to myself, what in the hell the is going on? The second day they chainsaw a
2: hole in the pond, in the frozen pond and you can do it and in you the just pond. Jump that, that's that's yeah. what I saw. Step and I was yeah. like,
1: yeah, it was cool. I oh, called man. Bear Grills. I was like, Bear, am I going to, am I going to, am I going to survive this? I might have to just watch you guys. Let
0: me explain something to you. <laughs> I can barely get into a pool without like taking 20 minutes to get into that. It's so cold to me. I don't know. My wife makes fun of me. My kids make fun of me. We went on well, vacation to Alabama, and they're making fun of me the whole time. So like, Daddy, get in. I'm like, hold on. It's only been like 30 minutes. I'm like, I still need another like, 20
1: minutes to get my knees. Well, past go, here. well, go through why your your wife and your children are from exotic. Areas. Well, they're, they're Cuban and Puerto Rican, yeah. so
0: they're used to just. They, they yeah. need to get into the. They're to not. Cool they're off. not 100 Caucasian. Oh, God, she's gonna like, kill
1: like, me. Like people over. Here. Why? Because we. I said don't their no. nationality? No, I don't know. It's not I'm as great. bad as when I'm you called her mom out or something on this. Well, that was the very first episode. Yeah, that, yeah, was, that, that, kind of, that was that. I remember that going, mm, yeah. Yeah. Remember how long this is going That did
0: mess. not go. He, uh, slept, he slept here for two days. I did. I had to text my mother-in-law and let her know.
1: Uh, just so you know, I made a joke on the podcast yeah. when you listen. Uh, imagine that conversation. By the way, this podcast that you know nothing about, yeah. um, I made a comment about it. Then, then her
2: next comment is to your wife going, your husband's doing a podcast? <laughs>
0: that probably could have
1: been very true. That could have been... In the next text of my wife. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about, we kind of brought it up in the last episode. I was talking a little bit about match play, and I'm like a gearhead about it, like I'm a golf nerd about the Ryder Cup and the Solheim Cup. The first that was actually the first event I ever went to was when the Solheim Cup was at Rich Harvest Farms. Mm. Um, I'm curious, do you follow women's golf like exclusively, or do you do you follow both? I mean, I know we kind of have our jokes in the in the in the group chat, and I'm always sending videos of you know Michael and you know Jordan talking to himself and stuff like that, but kind of give me an idea of what you sort of trend towards in the golfing world.